Welcome, everybody. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. Welcome back. How have you been? Uh, this is... Uh, we're not doing episodes anymore. We're not doing episodes anymore. This is episode of Omaha Talks. I am your co-host, Parker Steele, hanging out with co-host... Brandon Herbal. And we haven't been around in a while because, Jesus Christ, everything happens at once. But we're not here to talk about that. Oh, I'm sure we'll probably end up It'll talking about it, yeah. It's been a couple days since Halloween. As we record this, it is, it's November 2nd, and uh, what a Halloween it was. I noticed something this Halloween, and I First think year we, with a child. First year with a child, but I, I noticed something, and I think we're going to see this with more um, holidays as the year progresses. I think because... Things are downtrodden, and they are. You know, there's there's a lot. America is a weird place right now, and weird is like the lightest adjective we could use. Um, but I think that people are really getting into it because it seemed like to me, and again, getting into Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a th- yeah. It's like a it's a thing now. Yeah, it is a thing now. You know, like, like Halloween. Christmas a- has always been like huge. Halloween growing up was never like. I feel like it's huge now. Like, I mean, people in my neighborhood went nuts, man. There were several houses that Target, it was like... dude. It's Target. I think like we never lived. <laughs> it's Target. It is we Target. never lived in a city Mulhals. where we had a Target. Yeah, and Mulhals. You yeah. know, um, but it's just super cool that uh, to see people just like engaging in something that is so just. It's just based on fun. You know what I mean? Like Halloween is is super fun. Um. Yeah, the spooky, scary thing. Like, all of it. All of it is fun. And I feel like I just had a... Uh, and again, I'm, I may have been looking through it with a finer comb, you know, because I have a kid. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I really feel like America, we've just been like, you know, beaten up with the news every day. Every day. And so I, I, my prediction is that as – not Thanksgiving. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think Christmas is going to be a big one. I think people are going to really go for it. Really? Especially Jeff Lamlet, Father <laughs> Christmas himself. Dude, yeah, he fucks with those Christmas lights. Oh, like, he. Really, you know, like – It snowed on Christmas one year when we lived together. He cried. I swear to God, Brandon. I thought he was going to. He was just, and then one year it didn't snow, and he turned to his son like, "Well, Ben, I don't think we're gonna have a white Christmas." <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, so I don't know. Funny. You know, like as a kid growing up, obviously Christmas was cool just because you got presents and shit. That seemed to be like everyone's <clears throat> infatuation with it. But like, as I get older. Uh, any excuse to like hang out with my family or Missy's family, yeah, and just like hang out and drink and like any your holiday, old, your old friends, you know, that's yeah. that's the warmth of the holidays, I think. And I also think, as much of a consumerist culture we are, I really think people our age are moving away from that. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the you know, I'm at a point in my life where if I want something, I just go out and get exactly. it exactly. So, for don't anyone buy to buy me, me something, like, don't but. Save your money. Yeah, don't. I don't need whatever it is. We have know? this new thing, too. Like, uh, I went uh, on a trip with some work friends, 
a few weeks ago, and one of them is doing a thing with her kids where it's something you want, something you need. Uh, so, something for somebody else? No, something to wear, something to read. Oh, but it's just like get your four, get your kids four gifts. Don't like get fucking nuts with it. Just that's get them those beautiful. quintessential, and like get them something that's like you know, yeah, like yeah, educational. You, you know, right. like instead of just like so. Rilo's birthday is at the end of November, and then Christmas is like right after. And like last year, not joking, probably like forty toys that like never even got touched. That I'm just like we ended up donating because I'm like. This yeah. is insane. Like that is crazy. You don't even remember what you have. You're not even gonna touch this. Like, Man. and that's the yeah. thing with kids. Hudson, can I say it? I can bleep that. Out. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> but uh, he's so young that he doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he'll just slobber on shit. But Dude, like, he, I, he does. Okay, there are some toys that he likes. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, you'll but, get like yeah. But everything he wants to play with is like remote controls or cell phone. Like he wants everything Keys. that he can't key. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anything yeah. that could hurt him yeah. or be broken. Or have that's, tons of bacteria. On yeah. Them. Just gross stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, Oh my God. But like, as they get older, like van and Rilo, like they van is way into Legos and it's cool. Cause it really like does like love Legos, like shape his mind and it, sure. it's cool and constructive, but like Rilo, you know, getting like, Shopkins or whatever. It's just like, what the hell is that? So, <laughs> and, and and if they're still around, like as he gets Shopkins? older, like Shopkins, but they're like, they're these little plastic things, like literally like the size of a dime. Okay. And you buy them. They're like two to six dollars. And oh, you open geez. up a package. It's a, like a mystery package. Oh right. And it's like that's how they get you. Yeah, and it's like just fucking stupid little plastic things that like look like. Okay. Food items or like that's that's what and Van was me. into them for a while too. But all that stuff, it's just like you crap. open it up, you're like cool, and then you throw it yeah, aside. It's crap. And, I, and I've got to a point where like Van, it's like if you're gonna get something, Legos, right? Okay. If you're gonna get something, get art supplies, get something that you're gonna use and love, Absolutely. and it's gonna be constructive. Other than some like piece of plastic, you're just gonna throw away. They both are still really into stuffed animals, so. I mean, that's fine, but even that, it's just, like, it's cool for, like, a couple weeks, and then it's, like, on to the next one, or, like, an old one, so, like, it's just, I don't know. Or you drop it. It's just, like, do you know how much money this stuff is? Like, Well, see, this is what really freaks me out, and it's kind of interesting, because this correlates directly with the holidays. Like, when I see, uh, like, little plastic shit, just anything, whatever, all I can think is, there's a warehouse full of this shit. And all of it is is like making stuff to little, throw away, uh, dude. No, and it's we live literally in a garbage. trash world. No, it's insane. <laughs> it like is. after it's this, terrible. I will like show you what a Shopkins is, and you'll see it and be like blown away. Oh like, man, they're literally like this big, and they're like cupcakes with eyes, or like a, like a fucking piece of sushi, or like just random things. Oh, and they God. make like they're on like series like seventeen. There's Isn't like 17 crazy? series okay. of like 50 like things, and it's just like pointless. I, I think we talked, or I've talked about this on the podcast before, but <clears throat> excuse me. There was in the 80s, um, certain politicians were trying to make it harder for advertiser, excuse me, advertisers to market to children. Yeah, and we're talking the 80s, the height of toys. They figured kids out. Our age oh yeah, group. 80s and 90s. Our age nuts. Group. Yeah, and um. And 
I'm going to sound like an idiot right now, but I'm pretty sure that Reagan vetoed the bill. Like it, it voted in the House and Reagan vetoed it. So, which opened up the door for advertisers to do whatever you want. Now, there she is. Oh, oh Bone Mommy herself. Bo wow. <laughs> she got sake bombs too. What a bee. This is our surprise guest. Here, everyone. Bone Mommy's in the house. Sit down. Hold on. AKA Missy, Missy Magnuson. Alice Magnuson. <laughs> Missy Alice Magnuson. Not Bone Mammy. Bone Mammy at work said today. Mammy? Some people have wow. said that too. Uh, yeah. It's Mommy. Bone Mommy. Look, I brought. Yes. She came in the house, or uh, in the house, in the uh, in, in the office. It is her house. house. You were there. Into the studio. Into the studio with some damn sake bombs. Um, so yeah. Well, hell. Let's do a sake bomb. So this is not um, necessarily unplanned, but. Uh, Brandon asked me, I think this morning, if maybe I would come on. Yeah, down. we talked about it. Well, not to you know, I don't want to divert any attention, but it was actually my idea. Yep. So was. It was. Actually, I think I he actually that. did, did tell me that. that. I said Parker. To be fair. I did say that. Thank so you. thanks, Parker. Thanks for thinking of me. Absolutely. In my big week. But this is, uh, we're going to do this and talk about what's going down. Cheers. Oh, mommy. Cheers. All right. So. It's delicious. <clears throat> this is so good, isn't it? So yeah, we've had a big week over here at the Bones house. All right, let's talk about it. What did you, uh, what's going on? What is Bone Mommy? What are you doing? What the hell is Bone Mommy? Well, Bone Mommy has, well, the beginning of Bone Mommy, I mean, right now it's uh, it's an attitude, it's a style, it's a way to be. Um, Bone Mommy is just everything I am and I'm just, hopefully I can create like a platform or a collective for people to feel welcome and um, just be able to be themselves. Wear Bone Mommy proud. Uh, what is Who is Bone Mommy for? Bone Mommy is for people that are always down for the cause and ready to ride. Men and women. Men and women, yeah. for sure. We are inclusive. They're not definitely exclusive. Boy, boy mommies. We are inclusive. I'm one. Bone um, daddies. I prefer mommy. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, we got the daddies. It's warmer. The daddies can roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cool. as of Halloween, uh, BoneMommy.com is open for business. Uh, I do have a few s- t-shirts left for my first run at, here at the house. But well, yeah, let's talk about what's on bon- what, like what you can find. So you mm-hmm. you have t-shirts which are bitching. If you like black t-shirts with white print, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got all the black and white things and I even sprinkled a few colors on the site. Oh, you did? Oh, but they're muted. Don't worry. Okay. Um, but yeah, on the okay. site. So it started out as a t-shirt run and now it has expanded to, yeah, some, I got some cropped sweaters that are pretty dope. I got this badass Bone Mommy bag, uh, which I just loaded some photos to today. Check them out. Mackenzie Boner, what's up? My fashionista babe, encourage fashion. Quick question about that, because I just saw it on Instagram. I looked mm-hmm. at it before we started in this. And um, the magazine that was in that bag yeah. is called Milk? Yeah. What is Milk? Because so, I feel like I've seen that before, but yeah, I don't know what sure. it is. Uh, milk is like an art collective. So it's okay. just a group of like photographers. And I don't know the, their entire story, but if you roll through their feed, it's just like beautiful imagery. Okay. And also just like 
people doing whatever. Yeah, I knew it was um, but some cool shit. I've seen it before, but I just could not put it together. But anyway, yeah, I yeah, think the that the, the milk um, that they just have like me, I don't know, maybe quarterly magazine that they mm-hmm. they publish. Okay. Um. So yeah, put that in the bag just to give you guys some uh, relativity to size and but yeah, the bag's super rad. Um, but I wanted to share a little story about bone mommy and what has happened over the last year and how the name came about. Here we go. Um, so Brandon and I have been together for about four years. We've been married now for a year. Uh, in the beginning, it was just like, well, it was obvious that we were a family from like the first moment we met. Um, and it's like, well, I didn't take his last name, but we've always been a family. So what are we going to call each other? It just came like super natural. We're the Bones family. And so I'm. Oh, na- I didn't I'm, know that. I didn't I'm know that. Natu- like, yeah, we've always oh, yeah. we were watching like referred Nine to Nine ourselves. Before Christmas, and they call him Bone Daddy. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah. She would call me her Bone Daddy, mm-hmm. bone and they were like Bone Mommy. Yeah. But like M A M I. Yeah. And, right. Like I'm a little gangster at heart. Literally, <laughs> have been using it for like four years. I mean, since mm-hmm. the beginning, and it just like came about that 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 was just, right. like a no brainer that that's what her <laughs> brand is. Like yeah, when I started doing I great goods, I was like. We get you got to do something too, you know. Let's like well, figure it out, and yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Bone Mommy, but um, I really got into like, what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? And over the last year, I've carried this collage of really strong, powerful women with me. And um, today, when I was taking that photo shoot, I grabbed my binder to throw into the bag. It didn't make the cut, but it reminded me, like, holy shit, that's where I was a year ago because I had put this collage of these women in my binder uh, before I went to Palm Springs last year to do a photo shoot for the company I work for. Okay. And just as like a reminder, and I also have this um, collage taped to my bathroom mirror. And so I see it every every morning. morning. And so I just wanted to share with you guys just a few women that I have on here and just like, I think that visual aids are really important, uh, especially for us creative weirdies. And just to like, they smack your brain to, around. It's a okay bit for to sure. like be inspired by people and like dig into them and just like have carry them with you. So on my mood board, there are five, six, seven, eight women who made the cut. Um, I've got Ramona Ricketts and Wanda from Crybaby, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. Which was awesome. Like side note, but like at our wedding, um, my friend Cody Schmeck from Kincader, his wife was like she was like, It reminds me of Crybaby. And like I didn't even say a thing, and I was like, "That's like the best thing you could ever say," because Missy's gonna lose her shit. Well, because like, what did I say? And that's what we were going. For. <laughs> I like, wanted it to feel like Turkey Point. Yeah, dude, and Crybaby. Oh, and so like for her to say that like organically, I was like, "Missy's gonna die," because that's exactly well, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, that's I like saw a- that movie real quick, uh, Crybaby. As a kid, not knowing, like, oh, this is a John Waters movie, da 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 mm-hmm. It was just, like, on HBO at a friend's house. We would watch the movie or whatever. Right. And, um, and then, like, <laughs> and I loved it. And it's so funny because then you look back and it's like, okay, Johnny Depp, obviously. Uh, Iggy Pop? I know, right? Is the Iggy dad, like, Pop is bath, it? You know? Yeah. And then, um... And Tracy Lords? Yeah. Ricky Lake? Did we say Ricky Lake? Yeah, Ricky Lake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like so weird. Yeah. Way before, like, Ricky Lake was Ricky Lake. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, <laughs> Ricky Lake. And then, uh, oh, shit. Um, okay, what always confused me about that movie was Hatchet Faced. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so she's wearing makeup, right? That's not her face. 
right? I, I, no, I think it's just the makeup. I, I've never missed But I really I don't know. It's just like, oh, shit. I should have oh. threw Hatch Page on there because she's also a badass bone mommy bitch. But Terrifying. <laughs> and also kind of oddly sexy. Yeah. It's like, I'm scared of her face. Uh-huh. But, but let her have her, her way with you. I let her pull me into the woods. Yeah, you All would. right. Anyway, keep going, Missy. Um. So then I have Yolandi from the dynamic duo Diane Ward. Freaking love Yolandi. Oh, Yolandi Vissa. Yolandi. Um, Tasia <laughs> Von Ray. If I hope that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. But this is somebody I found on Instagram. Uh, she's an artist and a photographer who travels around. But she's so dope. I just love her style. Um, and then there's a super rad South African artist named Esther. And she's in her 80s. And um, I came across, I think this is how I found her. Just like she does like really bright, colorful, bold, geometric um, style art. Okay. Uh, she did a car for BMW not that long ago. Um, but then I like di- dove in on her and like her house is super rad. Like she has it all painted like how she wants it. No matter like. It doesn't matter. It looks so cool and crazy. So she made the cut. She also wears um, huge bracelets on her ankles. So that's super rad. Um, and then Two I South have, Africans on the list. That's kind of interesting. This one's from um, the Philippines. This is Wang Ode. Uh, she's a, in her 90s. She's a tattoo artist. And people travel. She lives in the middle of the forest. And people mm. have to get to her by foot. And it takes like 10 hours to even get to her. Ugh. And she uses like charcoal and water and like needles from trees like pins and needles and wood sticks to do tattoos she's super rad and also for them it's like no matter what age you are like get it go for it doesn't matter um and then iris atfel who she's an interior designer and artist um she's just freaking rad and she's a lot older too and then kim kardashian because kim k (laughs) so yeah i wanted to share so a little I, bit of my inspiration and my muses as I go forward with absolutely, Bonami. you know, and and like she's not fucking around. We're literally looking at a yeah, collage of here. these people. She just went down the list. I think that's great, man. That's that's super cool. And uh, also Kim Kardashian that everyone like talks shit. Like the woman's no, fucking. She's such a do they though? Do they? A lot I of mean, people. There's a lot of might, haters. But do they in their hearts? Like I'm, the, I'm neither here nor there on her. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa. whoa. I, I, I think she gets shit done. I mean, she's, but, like, I think she's like she's a boss. Like, what, she's genius. I mean, she's made. You know what's so odd about that Kardashian thing? Is its relation to the O.J. Simpson trial? That's, oh, that's fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. Really, like I mean, that is where they came from. That is that where is, they came from. The, they are yeah. a pop culture byproduct of the biggest murder trial of the 20th century. Yeah, they I are. Know, that that, that is the thing. That and then it's kind of twisted. I kind of like it. Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner, you know, previously Bruce Jenner, Olympian. Gold medals, like one of the if biggest, you, like well-known Olympians. If you were to pull somebody aside in 1996 let's say, or 1995, right before everything went down, you're like, eh. "Did you know that?" OJ I've <laughs> seen the future. I have seen the future, and this is it. Like, oh, you're going to. There's going to be a, a reality show that'll be on for 20 years. Oh my god, it's so crazy. So, um, what do you want to do? <laughs> Back, let's ground it out here. You know, uh, and Brandon, I'm just going to go ahead and speak for you when I say that you also have a new brand, if I may be so bold. Yeah, yeah. Great I, goods. So with the great good stuff, truly, I, th- I think from in my past and doing various clothing lines and 
make believe and River City and all that stuff. Like Great Goods is really, for lack of a better explanation, is it's just for it's for me. Like I'm just doing something that I want to do finally, yeah. where it's like stuff that I want to wear or stuff that I think that's like on trend. Um, I like to think. I mean, as a 34-year-old dad in the Midwest, I have my finger on the pulse to some extension. So, like, I'm just trying to do cool stuff that I like. And if other people like it, then cool. Yeah. Um, I also just want to collaborate with other people um, out, not just Nebraska, but, like, wherever, that are just doing cool shit. Um, And I think eventually, like, I want to do some, like, giving back to the community um, locally and then, like, on a bigger scale. So, I mean, I, I, I've got plans, but I'm just trying to do it organically. But, um, I, you know, not to say it just because she's sitting here, but I, I think Bone Mommy, like, really has a lot of potential and a lot of, like, exciting things going on. So, like, Greater Goods is, like, it's a new brand, but I'm going to kind of release things as I see it fit, where, like, Bone Mommy... Um, I kind of want to do whatever I can to, like, whether it's just, like, you know, propping her up and, like, you know, giving her motivational talks and, like, helping her out with the design side of things. But, uh, you know, otherwise, like, I just see there's, like, a a, a huge long-term uh, life for Bone Mommy. Um, yeah, I, it, it's strange. Like, it, it organically has turned into, like, this lifestyle. Like, it was this name that... We had created, you know, organically through just our family, but then, like, it, like people are bone mommies. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, the women need that empowerment and need, like, something My to wife was uh, all about it. Like, we went, I was like, oh, I think And like everyone that, like, you know? I know, and, like... And she was like, well, I don't know, like... Yeah, you can. What, you know Mary? what I mean? Oh, she... Well, like, she's got this chip on her shoulder as far as, like... Um, is she cool enough to, like... Wear yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, see, yeah. that's what oh, yeah. mommy's for. That's exactly. exactly. That's what, what I said. I was like, I was like... She's no, 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 invited, no, 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 no. and I'm yeah. freaking <laughs> yeah. drag her out of the house I'm and like, be like, what up? And, 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 like, when I say that stuff with, like, greater goods, like, I'm just doing it because, like, I have all these ideas and these these things that I constantly talk to Missy about. I'm just like, I got, like, I just, I just want to, like, throw things out there, and if it catches, like, awesome. If not... I'm gonna wear it. And yeah. Fuck everyone Your else. Are gonna wear you it. know, and it's cool. I but with like Bone Mommy, like it's truly like I. See I this, just like, trust movement. clothes from. I'm sorry, Dan, I'm gonna interrupt no, you yeah. real quick. I just trust clothes from my friends, and I've been wearing my friends' clothes mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, I love it. You so know, much. Like, and every I'm like, time I see you, have somebody like you, absolutely. Yeah. Ben, it, like, so we cool. all just wear. Yeah, it's either a blank five dollar T-shirt or it's like it's a Ben Allen T-shirt or a Brandon shirt or whatever. Because I'm not. I feel like um, I'm not going to be a walking billboard for anybody. I hate logos. I, you know, I mean, they, you know, there's cool shit out for there, sure. whatever, whatever. For sure. It's not for me. You know, I like, I, I'm so, I, and I think a lot of people feel that same way. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not unique in my position. So like what you guys are doing, what anybody locally is doing that's making oh, yeah. good clothes for Love people it. to wear. It's fucking great, man. 100%. And in 2018, you don't have to wear, you don't have to wear a Nike Swoosh t-shirt. You know, well, you, you, can. Can, you, you can, you can, but you don't have do to, to be want. cool. You know what I'm do saying? If you're a high school kid, yeah. you don't have to buy that, oh, no, that, right. that $40 like dope that ass t-shirt. I'm sure you it is. You remember when you're in like 7th and 8th grade and I was like, you were going to lose your shit if you couldn't thing. get like, those Nikes because you were going to, you're going to die without those Nikes. Oh my do you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. I remember buying Oakley sunglasses when I was in 8th grade because I was like, fuck, everybody else is going. Yeah. And I really wanted them and I had them for two weeks. 
And then like basketball started and I didn't have enough money for basketball shoes. So I straight up, I took my Oakley's back to the sunglass hut in the Conestoga mall <laughs> and got money for shoes. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was, was that some players too? But like, I, the thing with like, well, I'm just saying like the thing with Bone Mommy, like uh, great goods like really turned out to just be a thing like I just was doing what like I've been wanting to do or things that but I've when seen you say that like coast. okay hold on Brandon like you you've got t-shirts now you've got Candles. a candle what else are you looking into man like what's oh, next I, I like, want to like do like I want to work with like chefs and like create a dish that's like a great goods dish or like oh, a cocktail yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah like i have a lockalona like party, party that we're up. working out like yeah. that like i'm gonna do a t-shirt and it's all gonna go to uh, a charity and it's like we're gonna do a t-shirt and a drink collab i just want to do Probably like cool weird too. shit where there's like no restrictions it's not like a it's just a clothing line it's They're just like first. i'm just like you're cool. Yeah. You do some cool shit. Yeah. We're homies. We've known each other for a while. Where can we do something that's Brandon's beneficial so good for at, both of us? Uh, pulling people together. Yeah. And so, like, that's yeah. my thought that's process. Is like, yeah. great good is like truly like it's just like fun shit for me to get my like. I don't care if I make a cent off of it. Like the candles, a majority of the money is going to Tristan who made yeah. the candles. She's it should amazing. be about her. Wicked but oil. she yeah. let me collaborate with her i have a label where it's these are great goods like limited like amount of candles and it's just like it's not about the money it's just the fact that i gotta work with her and literally like when i came up with the name i hit her up like two weeks later and since like june we've been working on this candle and it was just like let's just make some cool shit you're gonna make a new candle anyways put my name on it and we'll work together and you you know it's sharp as shit man i mean yeah it it really and it smells delicious yeah um and so it's, like, it's just got a cool that thing is just like more of a fun like almost like social experiment of just like seeing like where we can take it i'm not going to take it too seriously but with like the bow mommy stuff it's been really awesome not only to see like her like kind of like flourish and get like super stoked on it but like truly uh like my like brandon past mm-hmm. guest his wife who you know is uh, a mom and uh, you know is working and doing all this stuff like it's just so awesome to see these other women like to almost find it like as a, like an empowerment like it's like a badge of honor to like become a bone mommy like it's like those types of things where you see these other clothing brands or like these it's like bone mommy is a way of life it's not just like a logo on a t-shirt oh, it's not like, just me remember when i had that yeah. realization in the bathtub no I was like, yeah, yeah i have to talk to you yeah no remember when i had that realization in the bathtub <laughs> well, man i've had some realizations <laughs> in the bathtub both good and bad said? but yeah it's just yeah. like one of those things where like and i'm like yes <laughs> yes do you exactly. remember what i said to you though that night well not verbatim but yeah just talking about like how like, like it's just like it's I just not realize that i'm it's not me i, I mean i'm i'm not the bone mommy. I'm a bone mommy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> thinking about something that's bigger than yourself. It just got yourself. bigger. I was like, yeah. oh, oh my But gosh. it's those types of things where like, Started a gang. it's not even just like selling. Like, but it's I'm, a nice I'm gang. A bone. Yes, bone mommy is yeah. inclusive. It's loving. It's forgiving. It's graceful. And it's gangster at heart. And it's a little spooky. Uh, that that's that's what and I think about. A lot of rock it. and roll. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> like. Um, and I wear the shit out of it, too. Like, I wear it, like, all the time. And, like, people are always asking what it is. And, like, that's the thing is, like, a bone mommy, typically you think it's, like, a female thing. But it's just, like, it's just it it's just begun. Like, there's so much potential and, like, so much excitement around it. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. That, that's awesome. You know, this is definitely um, kind of a defining point, I feel, as 
because I feel like we're all creative people, but what you guys are doing with this thing, like, I wouldn't go anywhere near. I would never do any of that. No way. <laughs> never. Never, never, never. Another thing. And why? This has actually got brought up why in the, the Hutch podcast, but, like, her and I, like, we've always talked, and she actually, like, had said this, but, like, we're going to build our empire. And it's, like, really cool to, like, think about, like, four years, like, when we originally started, like, dating each other and we're yeah, with we each other. Yeah, we have all the horror stories. To see, like, wanted. all that shit and to see, like, where we're at. We have a house. We have, like, kids that are in school that are doing great. We're, like, creating our own business. Like, we're building our empire. And it's, like, so awesome to just, like, stop talking about it and just do it yeah. and just see, like, where it goes. And, I mean. The hardest part is starting. Yeah. Man, yeah. I would never do that. I know. I know a lot of <laughs> Why? people. Why? Why not? It's just not where my brain goes. Like, as far as, like, create creative stuff goes, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I, um, actually, when we were at Hutchfest, we went, um, uh, wife and I took the baby and uh, our uh, another friend of ours, you guys had a booth there mm-hmm. with Great Goods and Bone Mommy. And um, another friend of ours was uh, selling furniture. She like refinishes furniture. Okay. And she got done, excuse me, had some good sales. And we were walking around together and she was like, uh, the friend, uh, her name's Anna. She was like, uh, why don't you sell your little your, your sculptures or your drawings or whatever here. And I was like, because I don't even think that way, you know, it's stuff that I do mm-hmm. and I make stuff and I'm like, I'm staying at home with the kids. So there's yeah. only so much like I, you can't jam in the basement yeah, right, while right. baby takes a snoozy. Yeah. It doesn't work <laughs> like that. Like it just, does, it doesn't. Yeah. And I can't necessarily, I You're found, always on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to like lose yourself in writing a song when you have to stop in the middle of it and be like, can I hear the, was that the baby? Was that the baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, shit. And then it's like, oh, it was the baby, and he is pissed. Yeah. So, oh, good. I felt goodbye like goodbye to everything you were just wanting to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I, I've like, it's been kind of a curb, because that's always been kind of my creative, well, it's directly been my creative outlet, is music. I love playing music, I love playing shows, all that stuff, but it, um, it's just really tricky when you're staying at home with a kid, so doing like doing more drawing, you know, and, and, uh, and playing with clay and doing all this, this other stuff is fun and therapeutic, but I wouldn't have the sense to be like, I should get a booth at Hutch Fest and hang out and sell the stuff. Like my head just doesn't go there. So that's what I mean when I say like, I don't, it's not that. So, so I admire that, that there's a connect between making it and then putting it out there because I just don't have that head. And even with playing music for years, like, okay, so my boss, I would come home from like a 10-day tour, and my boss was awesome. He would let me go on tour whenever, but he would ask the same question every time I came home, which was probably three or four tours. Was it profitable? And I'm like, no, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, I don't play in the Rolling yeah, Stones, dude. Yeah, to your dude. freaking soul. Yeah, and it, like... Which is the it, only thing that matters. It, it was like, you know, we paid for gas and nobody was hungry, but making money now. And you know what? In the 21st century, if you're out there trying to make money playing music, uh, <laughs> good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> I wish you the best, you know, but good luck. You know, it was one of those things, too, is I remember having this conversation and it's just like, well... 
uh, we kind of talked about it like four months ago about Hutch Fest, but uh, we don't have anything yet, and we really don't know what we're going to do, but uh, yeah, let's say that we're going to do it, and we well, emailed yeah. them like literally after they'd already kind of closed the thing, yeah, cause but we know Terry like Brandon and, and Nick having and conversation, Terry, and Caitlin's right. like, and Terry's like, oh, wait, that's yeah, not on, on my list, list. Uh, and Caitlin's like, wait. What's going on? Like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. And so Missy, like, hits them up, and then it was just like, all right, go time. Let's figure it out. So we had, like, literally three weeks to, like, pick the designs. Like, we were literally designing our stuff, like, as it was coming out. And it's just like, let's just figure it out. Shout out to Hutch. But, you know, Uh, what's their tagline? Creating community through creativity? Something like that. I don't know, but I love Hutch and everything they're doing. Man, those boys. Yeah. That thing was cool. Crazy! I know we did an episode about it. I'm sorry for everybody listening that you've heard you heard the story about Hutchfest, but it kind of blew me away, man. Like pulling up there and seeing, like, okay, this is. I no offense to anybody that loves junk stock or the art fairs and rock yeah. brick or whatever, whatever. But that, in my opinion, that's a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of cheap crap and overpriced and overpriced, just the, stupid the stuff. It got like the worse it got. Yeah, and um, what I noticed. And I'm not necessarily into kitschy shit, but I love craftsmanship. I, I love anything, you know, stuff that's like made by people's hands. Right. I'm not going to dump a bunch of money on it, but I appreciate it. I really but you like will that if stuff. You really want if I really want like it, absolutely. From Kyle Peterson. Absolutely. So um, that's what I saw at Hutch Fest. It wasn't a bunch of garbage. No, yeah. And it was in an area downtown that like Such Omaha's cool got area. the spotlight on right now, which they should utilize because that. Oh my god, it's so cool! But yeah. they're going to. All right, guys, I got some um, topics. Oh. It's after Halloween, Uh-oh. and uh, I want to talk bad. about Halloween. Okay. I hope everybody had a great Halloween. Oh, I'm good. We've already oh, talked. Here, I'll get something. Okay. So I want to tell you guys. I want to tell everybody listening about a film that uh, that I saw this month, and. Uh, you know, the wife and I were looking for, we love scary movies, bad, good, whatever, you know, totally getting into it. And um, this film was actually really, really good. And it was called, it is called Adamantari. Okay, what? E-R-R-E-M-E-N-T-A-R-I. Okay, it's on Netflix. Uh, this is a movie... For, for lack of a better comparison, I would compare it to Pan's Labyrinth, but that's not a straight across. Uh, Brandon, would you mind grabbing your new beer? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but anyway, this movie was fantastic. Okay, what it's about, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoiler anybody. What it's about is this uh, blacksmith. It takes place. Western Europe, in between Spain and France, in this area called the Gauls. I didn't know anything about it. It's super remote. It's crazy shit. Um, and it's the only... They speak a certain language that is only spoken in this tiny region. So, And it kind of sounds like... Like, we were listening to him talk, because we were just watching... Sub, or using subtitles. And I was like, is that's Like, it sounds like Spanish, but like a clunky weird almost like english i don't know it was weird and so i look it up that's why i found Mm -hmm. it out but anyway um it's about a blacksmith who sells his soul to the devil 
And when the demon, not Satan himself, but a demon comes to collect his soul and he dupes him and traps him. That's all I'm going to talk about the plot. Oh, it is so. He traps the demon? He traps the. It is so, 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 so good. It's so good because, okay, so like, I like uh, folklore and like silly, you know, like old stories, campfire shit. And this is totally that. Like, it's totally like an old European, um, you know, like a Christian slash pagan influence on how the whole thing operates. Kind of like Pan's Labyrinth. You know, like where it's like. um, But this one was, it was almost, the actors were so good. And the language was so interesting that even as you're reading it, like, it was just nice to, it, like, it's just an issue. It's something you've never heard before. Yeah. Yeah. Or I haven't anyway. I assume most haven't. But, um, because I'm so worldly. <laughs> That's what no, I've heard about no, you. No, I've never actually left Nebraska. Parker, he's, like, um, super worldly. He's super worldly. He's left oh, in cool. a ditch for Invite three years. Invite him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Hastings. No, no. Um, so anyway, it was a great movie. I'm going to say it one more time because I think everybody should check it out. Right, here we go. Eramentari. E-R-R-E-M-E-N-T-A-R-I. So good. What the heck? How did you guys find this? Like what? We were just scrolling How'd through. You like, on this? Yeah, I'll check, I'll check lists. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like part of my routine as far as like the weekend is concerned is like i'm gonna find the best movie so i go through and i'm a movie freak show yeah you know so i've seen a lot of everything yes. so finding i have gathered you. that so 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 finding something new um is fun but a gamble but then i am also like should i show uh emily something new or, or something she's never seen like a classic film like whatever yeah you know right. but your husband and uh um several other people i know have not seen some films that uh kind of make or break you as a human being so have you ever seen citizen kane <laughs> yeah see i have not and that was one of those things where i was telling her like a, a couple months ago and it was very brief don't go out of your way in passing but i was just like <laughs> well i know it's just like we should see what Citizen Kane's about, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that is, you know, heralded as, like, the, the film buffs movie or whatever. Well, that's but, what I, I just want to know what the fucking hype's about. I always want to know because what the it's Orson about Wells. anything. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. Orson Welles, and it Did is... Did you ever a, see that video of Orson Welles uh, doing a champagne commercial? And they kept having he, him, like, drink all this, like, champagne, and he no. gets fucking blackout wasted. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he just huge? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's huge, but then he's just, like, blacked out, and he's just like... <laughs> you know, it's not trying to like do the ad and like. Well, it's funny. Uh, you know, a uh, uh, little trivia here: when Alejandro Jodorowsky was casting his version of Dune, um, Orson Welles was set to play uh, the Baron Harkonnen, and the way they got him to be in the movie was they found out what restaurant he ate at, and they found out what wine he liked to drink, oh, and they hung what? out there and they waited for him to be done. Cool. And they went over there and they were like, uh-huh, we see you like that Chateau Bonnet, motherfucker. That's exactly how they said it to him. <laughs> but uh, just kind of fun. No, with some of those classic films, like the uh, Citizen Kane's and the, um, God, I can't even think, like Gone with the Wind and, and, and all those things. Like, yeah, if you're 
like interested in making movies or really studying film, sure, watch those movies, study those. But it's not, I don't feel that they're necessary. If I were to suggest to you, like if I had a list of films that if you want to get into movies, you watch, it would be The Godfather, uh, uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Goodfellas, great movie. Fantastic movie. And, And if you haven't seen that and you live in the 21st century, the fuck is wrong with you? And, um, to like bring French back connection to like Halloween a little bit though. Like, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about King Kong, which is funny because that's what Van went for Halloween as, and it was awesome. But, <laughs> which uh, is so funny that that's what your son chose to dress as was King Kong. Well, because it was an inflatable costume and he was, oh, like, that's right. You told what me is that. this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but was he just like taking people down? Oh, he just loved it so much. Right when he stepped down, he was like, <laughs> the, like Hollywood, Hollywood monsters. Like those classics, mm-hmm. that shit's pretty badass. Yeah, and like it's something to like really go back and watch, like the Universal like monsters. You know, your Frankenstein, your Dracula, your mummy. That's cemented in swamp. pop culture. I mean, yeah. Frankenstein will swamp always thing. look like that Frankenstein. I mean, I have that shit on my wall. I mean, I've got like a King Kong and a Swamp oh, yeah. Thing. You know, like it's just like those are like quintessential. And Glenn Danzig. Yeah. Notice that. What? Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Misfits. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know who he is, but in reference to, <laughs> to like fifties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Universal, yeah. No, that's you know, true, yeah. like it's it's just it's cemented. In... No, absolutely, and it's just those like type of things where like those movies, they might be a little hard to sit through at this point, you know. In the they gotta be still world, fun, but though. they're still like interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna ask you guys. Uh. Well, so one thing though, Netflix. Uh. I always mess up the name. House on, house the, on the haunted hill house. on haunted house. First off, what the fuck is up with the haunted houses on hills? This has been done too well, much. I know, There's but house they on haunted it hill. Up. This is hill, hill house or something. Hill Could we have just the called haunted it hill house or something? Yeah, yeah too many hill last house, house on the left. On it's, so it's <laughs> really good though. Like Missy and I've been watching it's, it. We watch it after the kids go to bed or like late, so we like end up one of us end up falling asleep in the middle of it. I just but keep waiting for Dad to find E.T. But it's super great, and it reminds <laughs> yeah. me a lot of Six Feet Under, which she's never seen, and Six Feet Under is a great show. So Six Feet Under, it's actually funny, like, come full circle with, like, our friend Shannon Clegg uh, just moved back to Omaha from uh, Seattle with her husband. But she had an unopened, like, DVD box set. Of Six Feet Under? Six Feet Under. Ooh. And I was like, What? Ooh. I'm like, can I have this? Yeah. Like, to borrow? And I went and borrowed it, and I just watched the Forever? shit out of it. Yeah. I gave it back to her. But it's amazing. It's such a great show. And the fact that she loves this show on Netflix, it's like that, but, like, way deep. And there's, like, Dude, seven seasons of it. I so feel good. like, I think that Sopranos and Six Feet Under set the precedent for dramas that we have seen thus far. Yeah. Would like you agree before. with that? It was before Sopranos. Lost. So Lost, I remember Lost being. Uh, I was working at Kinko's at the time. I don't fuck with Lost. <laughs> Somebody have told me watched... the ending of it. Okay, but have you watched <laughs> it prior to that? No, because I was. So here's the thing: like, it's super crazy. Like, I remember, um, I had broke my wrist like years ago, and I like had work off for like two weeks, and one of the this nice like old like seventy year old woman like 
had the box set of like the first couple seasons and she's like oh you know you should borrow it and check it i was like okay whatever and i watched it okay lady okay i got it i got it no but it's so good like and i feel like lost was one of the first like in mainstream I think HBO on TV did, like, definitely HBO always popular, but on network television, job, but like net, yeah, just like your ABC, NBC, you know, but who, CBS. Did, who? It was like is, one of the first shows that were like really like had character development and really like draw drew you into the story. True of, like, drama. I want to know like who all these people are and what but, they do. But dude, do you remember? Because we were still living on Jones Street when Mad Men started, and we were just fucking all in. Yeah, I love it. I it's mean, one we of those shows were that all. Missy, I think yeah. you've seen a little bit of it, but it's just like you've got to watch it. It's oh. going to blow your fucking Hard mind. to watch at points. Just going to say, because we're talking about white people working in an office. <laughs> in the 50s. In the, in the, in the 60, early 60s. The 60s, yeah. And some of the stuff with like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's so good, though. But one th- okay, I heard, let's talk about Mad Men for a second. I heard uh, an interview with one of the set directors of that show, and she and her staff, you guys would love this job. Missy, you would love this job. What's the All job? they did was drive around the country and Biden collect and furniture. furniture. <gasps> That's all Wait. they did. That's oh, all they did. Shit. Yeah, and they would go to commercial jobs where like they would find old high schools that were hollowed out and buy oh, all the and no. and buy like desks. And, oh, dude, it was incredible. And she was like, and she was talking about like it is stressful you know because they, they're like hey we have a set there's a, a scene and blah 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 and you yeah. gotta find this and this oh, and this right, but right. she's like it's so they sourced all the furniture oh. everything dude heartbeat fast. and they're just all that they're is, catching flights they're shipping oh, shit from here God. to there to blah 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 and i was like oh what? man that would be that's indiana jones do you remember that you're yeah. indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> towards the end of the series when he started getting it was like the psychedelic part of the 60s oh like yeah getting into like the beatles and shit and it was, i think it was one of the first tv shows to actually pay the rights to play beatles songs Dude, it was hard to watch Don Draper sometimes, though. You know, I mean, he's the thug that you love to hate. Because sometimes it was just like, man, I want to be like Don Draper. And then other times it was like, man, that dude is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen on TV. (laughs) And then you're like, I still want to be like Don Draper. And it's like, does he wake up in the middle of the night and comb his hair and get back into bed? Like, how does he do that? Like, every time. Dude, John Hamm? Great Batman. He would be a great Batman. I've been saying it for years, and it's happening. All right. It is? Consult the... Okay, there's talks. Consult the testimony. Consult the record. I... I this is cemented in time. If I have said for Phoenix. years... I, hold on, hold on. I have said for years, if I was going to make a Batman movie, I would make it film noir, and I would have I would cast John uh, Hamm as Batman. So it would be black and white. It would be Tim a Burton, noir... Christopher Nolan. Alexander Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, actually, if I was going to cast a director, because <laughs> I'm going that far, I would do uh, Jacques Pierre. Which uh, is a great director name, actually. Sorry. It is. It is. I should probably start doing that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, no, I would have the guy, um, the guy who directed Jean-Pierre Jodin, I think is his name. He directed Alien Resurrection, um, Amelie, and Delicatessen, and The City of Lost Children. And I would have him, Jean-Pierre Jonet, <laughs> I would have him direct a Batman movie. And it would be just dark and twisted as fuck. Have you guys ever seen 
um, City of Lost Children. It's a French film. I don't think so. It's incredible. You would love it because visually, this director, like, he does it. He does it. It's a French guy. Amelie. I'm sure you've seen Amelie. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. His first movie, Delicatessen, is kind of silly, but City of Lost Children. Fuck. So good. And Alien Resurrection is its own thing. That's what I would do. (laughs) So I agree with you, Brandon. But yeah, John Hamm, The Walking Phoenix, dude, so Walking Phoenix, like, he hits... A nerve. Like I just love everything that he does. Like it's just like something that like, I'm very excited for this film. And not we watched know, her a few months ago, and it was really great. I think he ended up falling asleep, but I've it was like it. really good. But you still haven't seen the master. I have not seen. And the you master. still haven't watched Paul Thomas Anderson films. No. This is a reoccurring theme of this <laughs> yeah, show. I need to watch. <laughs> but yeah, oh walk the line. PTA. Um, no, forget all those yeah, movies. I know, he's great. Inherent Vice, uh, The Master. But him as the Joker? Like, dude. Dude, come on. Get out of here. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, and you know what's Jack even cooler? Dude, everyone, everybody that Step did aside. it, everybody that did it has done it great. I don't like to, I don't like no, to compare sure. because, sure. you know, whatever, whatever. Oh, but, Jared uh, Leto is garbage. Jared Leto was garbage. It was garbage. And, you know, it was garbage because the Joker is like five foot actor, two. Like, he's a big, tall, lanky guy. He needs to be, he doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have, like, any kind of uh, 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 physical advantage on people other than the fact that he's a tall, lanky guy. I actually so when really you have like a, Jared Leto, too, like, as an actor and as a person. like He's he a fantastic cool actor. You but, can't like, knock his acting. Could you not do the lime green hair and the fucking, like... Hot no, I, I don't even have a beef what? with that. That's a contemporary design of a Joker. I don't, I don't yeah. disagree with that. What I disagree with is if I saw a five foot four anybody, he grills. I'm probably not. But that's contemporary. Oh, that's wow. that's. A, I, I, loved it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. What I didn't like is that it was Jared Leto. The look, I didn't care. But Jared Leto, he's so tiny. <laughs> I know that because I've worked with the guy. I worked at Sokol, or I worked for Sokol. Uh, the uh, Mammoth Productions when 30 Seconds for Mars played. So I've seen this guy up close and personal. <laughs> He's tiny. Oh my God. And like every like gal friend that I had at the time was just like, what's he doing? Like I got texts all, this is a long time ago. This is like pre-smartphone, you know what I mean? So I couldn't like record Nokia. him yeah. walking around. Nokia. <laughs> and uh, and uh, <laughs> which I totally would have done for my gal friends, but like, what's he doing? Is he sound checking? Can we come in there? You know, I was like, nah. You know, it's funny. And he is sound checking. And it's terrible because his band sucks. But when I uh, worked for Absolute Punk, I interviewed him on the phone once. You did. We talked. I forget about this. It was just shit. like, that was like 2004, 2005. Like, dude. And it was just so weird, like surreal because I had like known from like Fight Club and all these other movies. Which he is a incredibly talented actor but dude like that documentary that uh they put out about his band having like the licensing lawsuit so apparently his he and his brother's band 30 seconds to mars i watched like the first half hour of this because i was like what's going on they had some kind of intense legal battle with their record label but they branded this documentary as like oh we're just a band getting ripped off by a record label. It's like, no, you aren't. You're, You're okay. You know, what are yeah. you doing? We're just in our van trying to get our oil changed. We can't afford it. It's like, dude, 
you made a movie over a licensing agreement or whatever it was for millions of dollars. The only people paying attention to this, if I may be so bold, are morons. Oh, I didn't know anything about it. Well, because, <laughs> because you're an intelligent person and you don't pay attention to that shit. Whereas I clearly paid attention to it and have now commented on it. But I will tell you, man, Requiem for a Dream, Darren Aronofsky. Um, What's that? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah I've great. only seen that movie twice in its entirety, and I don't think I'll ever watch it uh, again in its entirety. Dude, Kevin Smith, the podcast, and he was like, dick to dick, or what was it? Ass to ass. Oh, well, no, they, I mean, you know, I've, I've always had a little bit of a crush on Jennifer Connelly, but... Uh, that was incredibly disturbing <laughs> and not, you know, like I went to that movie, that movie came out in, I want to say like 99, maybe two, you know, early 2000, somewhere in there. And Jennifer Connelly was kind of one of my first crushes. It was like Jennifer Connelly and Winona Ryder. Right. Mm-hmm. So like by the time seeing <laughs> Dream, it was just like, well, the world's a dark place and all that bullshit jim henson stuff you saw like no <laughs> not real is this is what's going on <laughs> oh, oh god yeah that's brutal all right well as yeah, as, as winding down yeah you guys can keep going no we're just making her super uncomfortable right. <laughs> um anyway well let's wind this down anyway uh omaha talkers thank you so much for listening thank you everybody I swear to God, Brandon and I are back in the saddle again. Yeah. We got some guests going, and we are going to make this happen. We On thank a regular basis, everyone. Yes. Um, but uh, we appreciate you. We love you. We think about you. Um, dream about you. We dream about you. Um, I'm rubbing the desk right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll yes, talk to you next bye. time. Cheers. Bye.